with you on the go. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a high of four. Here's what you need to know. Investigators are still trying to piece together what happened when a tractor-trailer collided with the Humboldt Broncos team bus, resulting in a deadly crash on Friday afternoon. The players come from various towns and cities in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Four of the victims were from right here in the Edmonton area. Global News spoke with Shauna Nordstrom, mother of 18-year-old Logan Hunter, who passed away in the crash. I seen him yesterday. I got to hold his beautiful hand. And I got to kiss his face. And he was wearing St. Albert Sports Academy jersey. He loved day-to-day life. Every part of it. 18 years is way too young to leave. But I take comfort in knowing that he lived a very full life. Hundreds gathered for an emotional vigil in the small Saskatchewan town that is the center of the national tragedy. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau as well as Hockey Night in Canada host Don Cherry were in attendance at the service held in the arena that's home to the Broncos. A tragedy that has all of Canada reeling, including SJHL President Bill Chow. I don't have a lot to say uh, other other than the worst nightmare has happened. There is a GoFundMe page. More than $4.6 million has been raised as of this morning for the victims and their families. If you want to donate, you can head to kissinfm.com. And we'll end on a happier note. Just announced Kissing Country wants to tailgate with you at the Ranch Roadhouse with Kip Moore. It all happens Friday, July 13th. Rain or shine, it's actually an outdoor concert. The Ranch is going to be hosting the Kissing Country tailgate party. Tickets do go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., but you know there's a Kissing Country pre-sale this Thursday at 10 o'clock. All right, and Kip has been around uh, and he played at the, we were at the one of the ranch shows that he played. He was yeah. Absolutely and it was lit, oh, fam. It was so good. So this would be an outdoor tailgate parking lot party and it's going to be amazing. We've got the very first pair of tickets we're going to give away right now uh, to a win. Text Kip that's K-I-P. That's his first name. It's pretty simple. At 103939, we will take Texter 103 for their opportunity to be there with us in July. July what? July 13th. Okay. Something about a truck. Here is Kip, K-I-P, more on Kissing Country <laughs> 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That's the thing about country songs. They certainly can apply to most any situation, and that one certainly does, considering what happened on Friday in Saskatchewan. It's five more minutes. There's Scotty McCreary. It's a 6.09. My name is Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, and Matt DeBurs here as well. Uh, Not exactly sure how to handle this uh, very, very uh, tough day after an unbelievably tragic uh, weekend, of course, in Saskatchewan. And, uh, you know, I think that the majority of people have uh, heard what happened with that uh, bus crash, with uh, that busload of uh, young adults. And, of course, there were coaches and uh, there was a, a... radio broadcaster Mm -hmm. uh, that lost his life as well uh, when they uh, were hit or hit that uh, semi-trailer truck on their way to a a playoff hockey game. And uh, it's so strange because uh, I was actually, ironically, in my own personal irony, was watching my son play hockey in Leduc at the time when I was kind of keeping my eye on Twitter and they had this report. Actually, on our way in, Reed Wilkins from 630 Ched reported there'd been a bus crash. And so I was kind of following along on Twitter and uh, and and I, ironically, we kind of put two and two together. We found out the team uh, and who the team was, and uh, then we we've kind of figured out that we knew a number of uh, of mm-hmm. uh, young adults that 
were playing on that team, including a former uh, a teammate of my son who played with him in Leduc. While I'm watching my son in Leduc, where they used to play together, and we're getting no word on the exact numbers, but they, of course, then they reported there were fatalities, and and then the longer it took for the information to come out, the more you you, you felt like this is going to be extremely bad news. Exactly. But nobody believed that uh, that many lives would be lost, right? And uh, fifteen lives. Unbelievable. So you know everybody's reeling. We have our our, our, our own personal connection with Stephen Wack, who lost his life. Uh, who played hockey with Carter and was just an unbelievable man. Everybody after they pass away, everybody says good things about him. But this kid was like a next level kid. His brother Justin Wack, who actually, actually, I don't, I don't know if either, either you two were on the show, but the, Justin actually used to do sports reports for me uh, when the, uh, the 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 NHL was on strike. He was like talking about local <laughs> hockey and things like that. And the cool thing about Justin Wack is uh, that Justin's uh, visually impaired. He's never had mm-hmm. his vision from the time he was born. But his brother Stephen, I've never seen a brother take care of his other brother quite like that. Stephen would play hockey uh, with Carter and the team, and they were playing AAA. This pretty high level of hockey. Uh, they'd be playing AAA, and as soon as the game was over, um, Justin would go to every game, and his dad would give him play-by-play and what was going on in the ice because he couldn't see it. And it was strange because uh, Justin, I, I talked to him in between periods, and he said, that was a pretty good period, and I think Carter played pretty well. And uh, <laughs> like wow. talking about my son. But after the game, uh, Stephen, his older brother, would come, he'd grab his brother's hand, and they'd walk out of that rink together. And I thought to myself at that time, what other 15-year-old boy would grab his brother's hand, no matter the situation, and walk out of the rink with him? But Stephen Wack did. And uh, he will be remembered as just a, he was a gentle giant. He was like six foot five. He was a talented hockey player. And he's just one of many. We talk about uh, him playing in St. Albert as well. That's where he grew up. Three other members of uh, the St. Albert Raiders uh, lost their lives. Mm-hmm. This tragedy happened in Saskatchewan, but in some respects, it impacts our area even more. Matt, uh, one of the young men that was on that team, is connected to you as well, right? Yeah, I coached his brother, Jared Patter, Derek Patter, who survived the crash. Yeah. Yeah. And that now famous picture of the three boys in their hospital beds holding hands together. Yeah. It was his dad who tweeted that out. So right. I think about the patters and I think about the rest of the families that are dealing with this and I think about how awful it is and just yeah. just terrible. And you had a connection with Alan Wack as well, Jack, through business, right? Yeah, Alan and I work together. He, of course, is the head honcho over at Sherwood Park Dodge and that's who I deal exclusively with. So yeah. Yeah. It, it hits home, I think, for a lot of us. Yeah, for sure. And I, again, my son used to ride on the bus with Stephen, and mm-hmm. he t- and he turned twenty one on Saturday. Carter did, and you could just tell he just he, he felt guilty about you know he didn't want to celebrate his birthday. He he just was you know thinking of his his buddy, and uh, you know I think we all are. So we have no idea um, how to react to this. We're we're not going to spend every a minute of the show talking about it because it is just absolutely sad, and there's nothing we can do. But I think it is important to talk about the positive. I mean, how the world has rallied behind this. Jack talked about it. The Queen, Ellen, even President Trump, uh, I mean, have acknowledged and, 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 and tweeted about it. That GoFundMe page, the, uh, the by far the, the most money ever raised mm-hmm. in a Canadian GoFundMe page. It's amazing. It has to be almost worldwide. It's almost $5 million that's been raised. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're almost, what are we, three days in? That's Correct. That thing's going to keep on growing. Yeah. So I, I don't know what any, anybody else's take on it is this morning as far as listeners. I would kind of take your, your cue on it. We've, we've got some... Uh, I guess, uh, you know, entertaining things we're going to do. How did Matt do in the yodeling <laughs> when it came to the wheel of uh, misfortune oh, wow. uh, at Walmart? Uh, that was a, a very, uh, you know, very funny moment to say the least. We'll kind of review that as well. And again, we're hoping to give away a trip 
uh, to see Dirk Bentley uh, with that Tennessee takeover as well. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of one of those mornings. I said the broadcasters, uh, when you watch them that are all in Humboldt or even the ones that just are on television, I know most of the local broadcasters, uh, many of them just, you know, we're, we're all in this, we're supposed to be professional and, we, you know, especially the news people are supposed to report the news, but sometimes that news is just so sad that they just, they can't handle it, right? And mm-hmm. that was the perfect, uh, unfortunate case uh, this past weekend. So, We'll continue to play some country music and uh, certainly take your lead on this as well, but it uh, it really was a, a life-changing situation for so many people, unfortunately. Here's Tim Hicks. This is Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's Randy Hauser, Like a Cowboy, kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 6.39. It's a tough Monday, no doubt about that. Uh, just watching uh, Global Edmonton's coverage of uh, what happened, of course, with the bus tra- tragedy, uh, Humboldt Broncos uh, team. You see some of the coverage of the accident scene, and, and the horrific uh, tragedy was there. And then after they cleaned it up, uh, some of the things that were still left there, things like a Slapshot uh, DVD. Uh, Mm. you know, a card, right? I mean, the things that uh, you do on buses, I know, Matt, you traveled a lot as a kid on the bus, uh, kind of been there, done that, and uh, it just, everybody always assumed that, uh, you know, I mean, we all, I guess, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, you know what, Um, anytime you you move, you could get hurt, but um, it's just, you know, other than the tragedy, like 30-some years ago in in Swift Current, it's been a miracle we haven't had anything else in between, right? I mean, those bus trips are where you bonded as a team, right? And just to think that that was taken away from them so quickly. Yeah, yeah, just tragic. Uh, Text uh, 103939. Again, we're taking your lead on on this this morning, and we're we're getting some great texts. Yeah, and you might actually see this on your Facebook this morning. This person says, I saw a great post this morning, and I followed suit. Hashtag, put your sticks out. I went in the garage and grabbed one of my hockey sticks and put it on my front step to show support and it will remain there for 15 days. So what people are doing is taking their hockey sticks, putting it out on their front porch right in mm-hmm. front of their garage just to know like hey we're with you, we stand with you. Yeah and wearing a Humboldt uh, Bronco green green and gold as well. There's a mm-hmm. couple of other uh, suggestions that people are saying just to show your support. Everybody just wants to, to do something in, in a situation like this. Uh, we're trying to do a radio show as well. We're not exactly sure. I mean what is appropriate uh, I mean uh, on a Monday after you know one of the worst tragedies in, in Canadian history. Uh, the reality is that I know a lot of you are looking for escape as well and we've got things that we need to do and uh, the Drunk IQ uh, trivia contest is, is a perfect example of that. It, it just is a, Matt goes out, he finds somebody that's had a few too many and it's basically, an yeah, and basically we ask him some questions. So we're, we got Teresa on the line right now. She's got to guess if he's going to know the answers or, or not. Okay, so let's set this up. First of all, Teresa, here's our contestant. My name's Paul, I'm from uh, Minnesota. No, I'm not from Minnesota, I'm from St. Paul. Okay, he figured out where he was from. He <laughs> thought he was from St. Paul, but his name is Paul. I'm so confused. The bottom line He was line very is, thirsty. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so Matt asked him three questions. You got to guess mm-hmm. if he knew the answer or not, all right? Okay, here's okay. the first question I asked him. I asked him who the prime minister of Canada was before Justin Trudeau. Do you think he's going to get it? No. Okay, let's hear his answer. And uh, the last prime minister for Trudeau, that was uh, Ralph Klein. Ralph Klein. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of close. Yeah. You know? <laughs> is, is he? I don't know. Anyway, all right. So there you go. You're one for one. That's good, Teresa. Number okay. two. I asked him how many sides in a Pentagon. How uh, Do you think he'll get it? No. Okay. Here we go. Five. Ooh, he was confident on that one. (laughs) He got it. Okay, you're 50% in this one uh, for the win. All right, question number three, Matt, was? Uh, Meters in a kilometer. Remember last week when we asked a young man, and he said (laughs) 2.27. Or 6.5 or whatever. He had a number. Do you think he's going to know how many meters are in a kilometer? Nope. Nope. All right. Here we go. 
A thousand. Oh! Wow, what a little trickster. <laughs> Wasn't that drunk, obviously. He Get obviously, <laughs> he knows his measurements more than his prime ministers, obviously. <laughs> you, you know what? It's Monday. We're going to let you win anyway. You're going to go and have a lot of fun on Saturday night with the one and only Gord Banford. His Neon Smoke uh, tour is in town. His birthday, it's going to be a lot of fun. Congratulations. Oh, thanks a lot, Chris. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt, uh, the greatest love story. It's a seven twelve. Well, we love you, uh, the listeners of this radio station. We got on the air at 5.30 this morning and said we weren't exactly sure uh, how you wanted us to handle this. Uh, we are still going to potentially give you a chance to win a trip uh, to uh, Nashville with a Tennessee takeover. Uh, as we like to say, keep on kissing to win. We are uh, trying to, uh, you know, again, give you as as regular show as possible, but we said we'd take your lead on it, and uh, for the first hour or so, it was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people uh, did, did seem like they, they you know, I'm not sure if they felt comfortable calling, or they just, you know, again, just trying to kind of uh, still kind of deal with it in their brains, but um, the phones have been ringing off the hook in the last half hour or so with your take on the Humboldt Broncos tragedy. I do want to mention, because Matt, you mentioned it earlier, and I don't think we mentioned it on air, it was off air, but the one young man who, again, uh, basically... Uh, once they said there was no hope for him, uh, about two weeks ago or so, he signed his donor card, made it very clear to his family that if something ever happened to him, he wanted his uh, organs donated, and uh, that's exactly what happened. And uh, you, you talk about making the best of a horrific situation. That young man did it, and just a, another reminder for all of us, don't not only sign your donor card, but make sure your family knows. Like I've told my family, I know it can be a very difficult decision at the time for the family, take that decision out of them, yeah. out of their their hands and say, I said, if there's anything on my body someone else can use, give it to them, right? Yes. It was Logan Boulay that donated his organs and his family actually kept him on life support so yes. they could find the six matches. Yeah. And, and once they had found those matches and they took him off. And some of those organs came right here to the Edmonton, right? Mm-hmm. So of affected Edmonton families. And yeah, I mean, 32 different people can be affected um, positively by an organ donation. So you talk about making the, the, the something good out of this, the most horrific situation in the world that family has. So uh, just an, another reminder, 780-421-1039 is the number to call. So a couple of years ago, I'm a ringette player. And a couple of years ago, we lost a girl from Calgary to a car accident. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to, like, put in my two bits saying that I've been up all weekend tossing and turning. Like, this has bothered me. I have a couple friends directly affected by this crash. Honestly, I can hold nothing for the best for the parents. So, thanks for your coverage today, guys. No, 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 thank you. Uh, Sorry to hear about the loss of your friend. And uh, I remember over 30 years ago when the the Swift Current Broncos bus, um, of course, slid into the ditch and and four young hockey players lost their life. And one of them, I, I... I'd played minor hockey with, just like my son's played minor hockey with the uh, one that we lost uh, this past weekend. And yeah. I remember the funeral, and it gets easier for people. Um, it, time has a way of doing that, but you never, ever forget. And, um, you know, as you know, right? You just never yeah. forget. It's just kind of always with you. And yeah, it hits closer to home than you think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it sneaks up on you. It surprises you. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Hey. Thank All you right. so much for calling and take care. What's your name? Not a problem. Beth. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's Jason Aldean, and you make it easy. I, it's not easy this morning, but again, we're all kind of in this together. Uh, we just got a call from a listener who said, thanks for the kiss and counseling. We all kind of need it this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, I spent uh, quite a long time on the telephone with my mom, just kind of talking. Uh, you know, I just, you could tell that she needed to talk about it. Uh, I needed to talk about it. We did have a personal experience, uh, I guess, connection to one of the players uh, that did lose their life, and, and my mom remembered watching him uh, play with Carter and, and meeting the family and, and seeing what an incredible young man he was dealing with his brother Justin um, with his uh, with him being uh, visibly or uh, I guess being impaired as far as his uh, vision went and uh, so yeah just everybody's got their own different take on this but everybody seems to need to, to to reach out and talk about it in some way it just got a very powerful text at 103939 Jack yes it comes from Kelly and of course we were just chatting about Logan Boulay who donated his organs and six people's lives are changed because of him mm-hmm. this texter says as a daughter of a mother who received a lung transplant, that man is an absolute hero. Even more so that at his age, he made the decision on his own. The hardest part of an organ receiver is to know that someone had to pass away for you to live. I worry that the donor will be able to piece this together where their new gift of life came from. For that, I also encourage them to live life to the fullest in honor of this boy. It's what his wishes were, sending my love to everyone involved. Wow, this is just such a powerful uh, morning, which I guess it doesn't surprise us considering uh, what has happened. Uh, again, uh, some advice and some suggestions are coming in this morning. Uh, my reminder is to talk to your kids about what's going on. My little granddaughter is a Bourneville Mustang, and when her mother told her she's eight years old at the kitchen table, she clasped her hands together, bowed her head, sat for a minute, said a little prayer. But the kids need to talk about it, especially hockey. Mm-hmm. They're going to hear about it in school and from their friends. Thank you so much, Grandma. What's your name? It's Rachel. Hi, Kissin. Who's this? It's Krista. Hi, Krista. What What's your thoughts? Like everybody else, it's uh, it's sad. It's it's hard on the heart. It's uh, it's everywhere. You can't not talk about it because if you if you didn't know these people, you you know them now. They are now a part of your life and stories that are going to come for for years and years to come that you're going to pass down to your children and, and our grandchildren. There you go. Thank you so much for that as well. You can text us at 103939 with your thoughts or give us a call at 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kip Moore, more girls like you. Again, Kip is coming to uh, the ranch uh, this July, and uh, we'll have all the information and the tickets for you to win and things like that coming mm-hmm. up. It's uh, 739. It's going to be a, a much warmer week than the week we had last week. By the end of the week, uh, we're looking for temperatures around like 12, 13, which is actually normal for this time of year. So uh, that's some good news. Uh, we're just kind of dealing with uh, this Monday morning. Again, uh, you, I think everybody is now aware of the tragedy that happened on Friday afternoon, about 5 o'clock Edmonton time. Uh, got word uh, again uh, shortly after that that there'd been a bus crash and then uh, following it on social media throughout the evening. And uh, it's, it's a different world now because, uh, you know, we've got uh, parents of uh, players involved tweeting out. We've got yes. brothers and sisters and, and friends tweeting out. And you're getting your information in, in different sort of ways and uh, just waiting. And I think it was probably about 11, 1130 on Friday night when we finally got word that there had been uh, like 14, now 15 um, people that lost their lives and others that, uh, you know, their lives have been changed forever in so many different regards. And so this morning, you know, again, we our plan is just to kind of keep it as a, re- a normal regular show, but we said we'd take your lead on it. And judging by the phones that continue to ring off the hook and the texts that continue to come in, uh, you want to talk about it because it is just that big a deal to you. So uh, we've opened up the phone lines as far as that goes at 780-421-1039. I want to thank you guys for letting people talk about this. 
Yeah. I have uh, three boys in hockey, and we've been on those buses. And my oldest boy is 25, and he refs, and he has refed some of these boys. And my 18-year-old has played against some of these boys. And my 15-year-old is still playing. And my husband is president of the Maple Leaf Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, very difficult. And uh, people just have to talk about it. I can't imagine what those families are going through, but they have to know that they're loved. I don't think there'll be a question about that in so many different ways, but uh, you're right. In a situation like this, you need other people, right? You need, uh, you, you know, that's that's. I think that's probably the only way to get through something like this. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a tight-knit family. The hockey family is small. You know that, trip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we will get through it, but it'll be tough. Thank you very much. What's your name? Barb. All right, thank you, Barb. Now, Simone, what's your take? I just wanted to say, you know, everyone's talking about the players, which is a huge thing. However, could you imagine if you had to get up today knowing that you accidentally killed 15 people yesterday? Right. I think it's really important that we also talk about the semi-driver because he didn't set out that day to kill anybody and now he has to cope with that knowledge and all he's hearing is stories about all these people and how it affects so many people. Could you imagine the guilt that he has to live with now? No, no, uh, none of us can. I just think it's really important that he knows that he's also in our thoughts and our prayers and his family's been affected as well and we just think it's really important that everyone acknowledges that he's got stuff to cope with now as well. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. There's Gord Banford, Neon Smoke. He will be at Knoxville's on Saturday night, and it's going to be a great show. It's a 7.55. It's a beautiful start to this Monday as far as uh, the weather goes, but again, everybody's hearts are very heavy because of what happened in uh, Saskatchewan over the weekend, of course. Uh, the phones continue to ring off the hook. Everybody's got a different take. Uh, it's uh, Some are talking about first responders. Some are talking about the truck drivers. A lot are talking about the children, of course, the boys mm-hmm. uh, on the bus, uh, the coaches and the other people that were on that bus to uh, the bus driver um, uh, and everybody's just trying to deal and and cope with it. The reality is that uh, we're not going to, this isn't going to go away today, tomorrow or Wednesday for that matter. I mean, this is going to be something that's going to unfortunately be a part of Canada for the rest of eternity. We'll stay with us. That big of a story, right? But uh, so we'll talk more about that coming up in the next few moments. Jack's got to take something absolutely mind-boggling has happened as far as this whole story goes. She'll get to that coming Mm -hmm. up. But uh, Friday, long before the bus crash, man, I wish we could turn back time um, and just go back to that and uh, just change something, you know, have a time machine and and change what happened. But uh, Friday morning, Matt uh, lost with the Chris, Jack, and Matt misfortune. It's a wheel we spin, and finally it was Matt's turn uh, to pay up, so to speak. And I'm glad (laughs) because we knew that he would be the yodeler of the three of us. There's the Walmart yodeling kid that yodels, right? Mason Ramsey. Yeah. And so Matt got to wear the exact same outfit, and literally, uh, you and him, like he, he, you know, you look like a little bit older version, of him. just a fatter version, <laughs> yeah, <and> older. So, <laughs> so we go to the Walmart at South Park, and they are waiting for us there. They, they knew, it's they knew, like they heard. Right? Phones were out even yeah. before I walked in. Got the belt buckle from Lamley's uh, mm-hmm. because we needed the big belt buckle to make the whole thing happen. And he walks in, struts up there. You can check out the video on our Facebook page, uh, on Instagram. It's got over almost 70,000 views, if I'm not mistaken. Amazing. Yeah, well, you know what? Because they want to see your talent and they wanted to see it. I'm a god when uh, it comes to yodeling. Well, you're uh, something. All right. I got a feeling called the blues. All I hold since my baby said goodbye. Lord, I don't know what I'll do. All I do is sit inside. Oh, Lord, the 
day she said goodbye. Well, Lord, I thought I would cry. She'll do me, she'll do you. That she's got the kind of loving. Lord, I love to hear you. She calls me sweet daddy. Still going. Yeah, it's pretty painful. Um, <laughs> the, the video adds to it, I think. It, just the voice doesn't really do it justice. I'm a full package kind of performer. Yeah, yeah. So you're tapping your foot. My wife noticed you're tapping your left foot, too, because you're a lefty, right? So you tap the other foot. That's, yeah, it's my rhythm foot. Yeah. <laughs> He looked the part. He yeah. sang the part. It was impressive. Yeah, right in front of the apples in the uh, produce section. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, you can check it out. Good for you, Matt. It was really quite well something. Done. Yeah. Hey, for my first one, that was a pretty good one. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we liked it. You were awesome. Loved it. Uh-huh. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8.13. Hope you're having a decent uh, Monday morning. Certainly uh, everybody's thoughts are uh, with what happened in Saskatchewan, no doubt about that. But um, this is pretty cool. On Friday, we talked to the one and only Dirk Bentley, the guy mm-hmm. that uh, you have a chance to see with a Tennessee takeover. You can hear the complete interview on our website at kissinfm.com. But about halfway through the interview, Matt asked a great question. Matt, you did. It was did actually, I? It was, more of a state, it was more of a statement <laughs> than a question. So... This is going to be it. Okay. I've seen you play live at uh, bigger venues, and it's like you're talking to every single person in that crowd on an individual basis. I can't imagine everybody who's going to go down with the Tennessee Takeover get to be in that intimate spot mm-hmm. and uh, listen to that show you're going to perform. It's going to be incredible. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. It's, uh, see, uh, the goal is to, is to when you play those big rooms, just to kind of go back in your mind and remember when you're playing venues like the one we're fixing to play for the Tennessee Takeover, and it's the way you're able to connect with everyone in the room. You try to take that. That's, all the, the tools you've learned doing that and, and apply them to an arena or a festival and try to connect with everybody. Um, but it is a lot of fun, especially right now because our tour doesn't start until May 18th, so it's a chance for us to kind of just get together as a band and, you know, hardcore fans and, and play some new songs, play some old songs that hits and, and have some fun in between the songs and um, but still play in full full volume. It's a full band show, so it'll be rocking, but also just kind of lose some fun and uh, just looking forward to, you know, maybe we got some People who it's their first time coming to Nashville get a chance to be their host tonight. So it's pretty pretty special for us. We feel honored. What an amazing trip this promises to be. Thank you for allowing you. You know, you can't come to Edmonton in the next while, but we're bringing Edmonton to you, Dirks Bedley. Good. And, and bring some of your support, too. You know, once the playoffs start, if you're a country fan, you got to pull for another team. I think you should probably pull for the, the thing that you should pull for the press. Knew that was coming. Can we bring an Oilers yeah, bag into the stadium? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> it's Nashville. We welcome everybody. As long as it's full of catfish. That's, that's right. It's going to be filled up with catfish. You know well. See, you're a fan. I knew you were. Oh, you know what? We're going to be cheering for your team. You guys almost won last year. You're going to win this year. And you know what? Uh, It'll be the, like the middle of the second round on May 12th when this happens. So, yeah, the timing will be perfect for everybody that's lucky enough to timing. go. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. city, you guys are in for such a treat. It's, it's, it's just crazy downtown. It's so fun, especially during hockey season. Oh, my gosh. You know what we need to do right now, Dirk Bentley? Yeah. We need to give away a trip. Yes, let's do it. What song do we need to play? Uh, drunk on a plane, obviously. I mean, that's what you're going to be doing the whole time down there. <laughs> <laughs> if you insist. So, should we do that right now? Let's let's all say it together on the count of three, rocking like a G6. One, two, three. Rocking rock, like, rock like a G6. We may need to work One, on that. One, two, three. <laughs> rocking like, like a, a G6. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll, we'll get there. You're the best. We, we love you, man. And uh, thank you for All doing right. this. We'll work on our, we'll work on our, our act a little bit. we got to tighten up the harmonies there. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think we'll be in the background band anytime soon. <laughs> anytime, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hello. Hi. I'm afraid you're not the right caller. Oh, no. I never am. You don't want to know. Yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've been told to not say caller 29 anymore, but I think you figured it out. Oh, no. I'm, so- <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. On top of that, I'm on the way to the airport, and I'm not getting drunk on the plane because it's a work trip. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. Well, you might get drunk now. <laughs> All right, we got many more trips to give away. You just keep trying, all right? Yeah, thank you. Hi, Kissing Country. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Lorraine. Hey, guess what, Lorraine? Are you kidding? There's no time to, like, we're not going to, like, drag this out or tease you at all. We're just going to tell you right now, you are caller number 30. What? (laughs) Yes. I phoned earlier, and I was 23. Holy cow. Yeah. A lucky phone. I do. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's going to be an unbelievable trip. Nashville, have you ever been? No, I've never been. It is. It's a place you got to go. I mean, I seriously. Uh, Dirks was just talking about it, and every day it just gets more exciting, and it's going to be unbelievable in May. Uh, yeah, you're just going to be within walking distance of everything you need to see and do. And, of course, Dirks Bentley, Jordan Davis are going to be putting on that show. Uh, Dirks was talking about the fact that his band, they're not going out on tour till like, May 18th, so they're going to kind of let her rip just before that for all of you on that trip. That is excellent. I oh. can't believe it. Lorraine, congratulations. What's your last name? Lipke. You are going to Nashville with a Tennessee takeover. Thank you very much. Woo! This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Scotty McCreary, five more minutes, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 844. I uh, just got a call from somebody uh, talking to about the uh, tragedy that happened in Saskatchewan with the Humboldt Bronco, Broncos. And they said it's tough to say goodbye, but it's not goodbye. It's good night. What a great way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it's going to be such a tough go. We just got a, uh, an email on the Chris Jack and Matt page at kissingfm.com from Miles Diamond, apparently Hockey Edmonton of all of the different hockey associations, uh, the Canadian Athletic Club, Knights of Columbus Hockey Club, Maple Leaf and Southside Athletic Club are actually inviting minor hockey players, family and friends who wish to honor uh, the Humboldt Broncos on Thursday at the CAC Arena, which ironically is where we played the Matt Cook Foundation Tournament and I was planning uh, again before the tragedy that happened to talk about uh, how amazing uh, that event was and it was amazing. Um, They raised money for for again, uh, I guess uh, the kind of the twenty to twenty-five year olds that are going through cancer treatments, and it was just an, another incredible uh, fundraising twenty-four hours for them. But anyway, CAC Arena will now be doing something very important on Thursday night. We'll give you more details as it comes along, but uh, that's the kind of things that are happening. Um, they're going to be trying to raise money at that event for the humble humble Broncos, and we'll be talking more about it coming up. But this morning, we weren't sure exactly uh, how much we were going to. I'll be talking about uh, the tragedy, but based on the texts and the phone calls, it's just taken over the show, which we knew it would, right? Yeah, and you I know? mean, I think it's it's a kissing community, a kissing community of support. Yeah. This texter says, as a hockey mom, I love what you guys are doing today. I don't know how many times I've dropped my son off on the bus and said goodbye and have a good game, never thinking something bad would happen. It's all so devastating. Yeah, well, we, again, uh, you know, whether it tied into us personally or not, it just, it, it just would because it's a, such a relatable uh, situation for so many others, and not just hockey. Somebody said, would the people be 
making such a big deal about this if it wasn't if it was a you know a volleyball team that mm-hmm. this would have happened to. I I I would like to think that would be the case. I think that people would still. I mean, the devastation would be the devastation. But let's face it, hockey is like that number one sport, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's by far more people that can relate to getting on that bus and go on these road trips for hockey. And uh, you know, my son played with Stephen Wack, who was one of the players that lost his life. They rode on the bus many times together that year we played with him. And I was talking earlier about um, the amazing person he was and watching his relationship with his brother who is visually impaired and and how he was just such a great big brother and and how he will be missed. And every one of those 15 people, whether they were players, uh, whether they were, uh, you know, the coaches, bus drivers, or or, or a a radio broadcaster that lost their life, um, all had incredible traits and uh, will just be missed. And I think that's why this is just so difficult for everybody to try to understand. And, And I don't know if any area got more devastated when it came to the amount of uh, lives that were lost in the Edmonton area, right? Now five yeah. in the Edmonton area. Yeah. Anyway, we just just kind of dealing with it this morning and, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's a tragic situation and we're lost for words. So thank you for being there for us this morning. Mm-hmm. As much as we're here for you, uh, you've been here for us this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt uh, Thomas Rhett. It's unforgettable. It's 8.57. Uh, beautiful start to, uh, well, a tough week, I think, for most, I would suggest. Uh, we weren't exactly sure when we got on the radio at 5.30, but I think I could speak for all three of us in this room. We just wanted this morning to go by as fast as possible, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, there's not much really that you can add or say in, in a situation like this, but we just uh, certainly are, are just like everybody else. You're just, you, you, you know, you can't feel like those parents and everybody else that's involved feel, but uh, you just try to put yourself in their place. You kind of feel guilty that uh, things are going good in your world. You talk about that survivor's guilt for now the uh, people that did survive that bu- bus crash. I think that most of us are just kind of feeling that way, you know, this morning. If, if things are going good in your world, that's what you need to learn from an event that like this. If things are going good in, in your world, I mean, just be happy for it, accept it, and just, you know, there's no reason to not have a smile on your face because uh, uh, the tough days can be certainly very tough. Uh, things are continuing to grow, and the GoFundMe page is almost at $5 million bucks. Jack, you yes. I just did some Googling. I said, what is the largest amount of money that's ever been raised? Yes, if you are wondering, it's with the uh, Time's Up campaign. It was a legal defense fund to for- provide legal support to the women and men who have experienced sexual harassment. As of March 23rd of this year, it's at $21 million. However, the funds for the Humboldt Broncos, it's right on this top 10 list. There it's you go. huge. Okay, there you go. So thank you. Uh, Matt, you haven't said uh, much this morning. You've been answering a millions of texts, it mm-hmm. seems, and a lot of people that have uh, been discussing things, but you had a connection, uh, somebody that you coach at basketball. His brother was on this team, yeah, right? Uh, oh, sorry, baseball. Uh, Jared Patter, I coached him a yeah. couple years ago, and I still coach him once in a while. His brother Derek was one of the guys who survived in that now iconic picture of the three boys holding hands in their hospital beds. Right. He was one of those kids. And I think about the Patters. I think about the rest of the families. I think about everybody affected. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Thank you uh, very much. Uh, Steph Hansen on your radio. Thanks for listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissing Country 103.9.